Are you new to fatherhood? Not sure if you're dating to your full potential? Well, you've come to the right place. Most dads aren't talking to each other about their lives as dads. Like it's some kind of secret. Well, this is the podcast that takes the secret out of fatherhood. This is Not So Secret Dad's Business. G'day, g'day. How you doing, you beautiful bastards? Welcome to another episode of Not So Secret Dad's Business. I'm your host, Nate Newman. As always, got my favourite foul mouth chucklehead, Judge on the show, co-hosting as always. How you doing, big boy? Nate fucking rocker. I'm fucking good, man. Fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. Christmas is coming up, man. Absolutely, so, man. All I've been doing is throwing random curse words into Christmas songs um, because... I'm a fucking idiot. Um, do you have Wham again out there? Have which? Or is that Americans? Because we're fucking stupid. So last Christmas by Wham. Um, oh, Wham! Yeah, band Wham. Last Christmas, I gave you my That's heart. Right. If you hear that, you you're out because they play it all the time. So the whole idea is the entire season you're supposed to avoid hearing Last Christmas. Yep. It's like a fucking corny game, but like, people take it seriously, dude. Like after they go out, they put up these like. Valhalla posts and shit like that, like they've gone to Whamhalla and stuff. It's pretty fucking yeah. funny, man. Um, in fact, we were in the. To... Sorry, man, just cut you off real quick. We were in the car the other day, speaking of you know changing up the lyrics. So we've got a comedian over here who who does just that. His name is Kevin Bloody Wilson, and he is absolutely fucking gold, right? Oh, so that's awesome. We we're in the in the car the other day, and um, I saw Mummy kissing Santa Claus was on 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 repeat or whatever on, on Christine's play. And I'm sitting in the front seat and I saw mommy sucking Santa Claus. <laughs> and of course that got me a backhand because I had the young fella in the back seat. Of course. But yeah, I love doing that shit too, man. Um we have fucking countdowns to everything, man. My marriage is coming up. Uh, yeah, the wedding. second fucking attempt and shit. Two uh, weeks eight away? fucking days, man. Eight, eight days. fucking days of twenty 28th oh no i'm sorry 12 days 12 days because it's 28 um christmas coming up even though hunter is going away with his mom so we decided to flip-flop completely instead of christmas eve at one house christmas day at the other this year he's going to be there eve and day and i'm gonna get him after that and get him before that and then next year i'll get him for everything it's just easier than traveling on the on um on holiday no one wants to fucking drive around on a holiday it sucks you don't know if people are drinking and shit so it so it was uh it was better. You guys get anything planned for for Jesus's day, or do you just throw a kangaroo on a tree and call it a day? <laughs> kangaroo on a tree, yeah. No, um, we're going to the in laws for Christmas Eve, and then we're going to my folks Christmas Day. And, oh, nice! And it's going to be like potluck, so we're all doing our own bit to contribute to the oh, to the great, meal dude. and shit. So that's going to be awesome. Now you just go to your mom's, right? Like you're in, you know, going anywhere with your dad and shit, right? It's just your mom. No, my dad's on the west coast anyway, so. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, fuck him. But yeah, we're, my mom's about two hours down the coast. Hey, before we get too far into this though, dude, because yes. this is our yes. last episode for 2023, and we're talking about Christmas and all this good shit, and you know how we how much we love our fucking audience, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I thought. Bit of a present for you for our last episode uh, that we needed another professional asshole on this show. Okay. So no. I thought I'd bring in someone that you already know. It's, wait, is it Jeff again? No, it's not our boy Jeff. It's not our boy oh, Jeff. Oh, it's a fucking mister. Dude, this is a good one. 
oh, this is a good one. And you know this man very, very well. We'll just wait for everything to connect on his end. That's fine. And plus, we got important stuff to this is really bugging me out. I'm like, wait, I'm like fucking sweating a little bit. Um, plus, we got to have a conversation about Santa, which came up on your end fucking hard. And because we cycle like women, came up on my side too. We had a completely different fucking conversation about it. And it was just, holy shit. <laughs> I the fuck out of here, my man. Hey, Holy Rob, how shit. you doing, big boy? <laughs> yes. I'm good. How you guys doing, dude? I should have known from the fucking the professional asshole thing. What's up, handsome? Not much, man. How you oh, been? Oh my god, what a it's a Christmas miracle, Charlie Brown. Yeah, it is. I've been I've been hoping this would pan out. I, you know, talk with Nate about it. We were hoping we could do this. You know. That's fucking, oh my god, this is going to be the best fucking show ever. Oh my god, this is fucking great, man. Well, it'll be great if I can stay here for the whole, for the whole thing of it, but we're we're planning for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how are you? Like, in person. <laughs> Busy, man. Busy. Um. So, anyone who does not know, um, I've known, Rob, what, I've known you for 20 years? 21, 22? Yeah, 21, yeah, 21, 22. It's out of me. Last time we saw each other was uh, 2007. Yeah, that's right. And you've been off defending our country fucking since then. Um, why, why don't you introduce yourself to the fucking people? Um, which, by the way, I'm trying to get our, our, our special guest to do a wrap-up because he's been putting up these fucking posts like under our show, and they're fucking hilarious, man. And I was like, you got to send in like, just a voice-recorded wrap-up, and then we'll play it at the beginning of the show after the one that we did we thought that'd be funny all right man so i'm sorry i'll shut the fuck up tell people who you are all right so my name is rob everyone likes to call me the professional asshole i got that all my career between that and heavy drop i mean that was it um but yeah um i mean dude i had to leave jersey man that's why i joined got out had a you know when i joined there was no war you know and wasn't you know 19 years old wasn't expecting it 9-11 happened man i was at fort campbell kentucky I actually saw it on the tvs as it was happening Holy that shit. night we were on we were on planes and ready to go and like that's when you know i was like i was 20 years old you know you know gonna be 20 and it was sinking in like shit dude i'm going to war yeah because you were talking about it before you left um at the game that we went to, you're like, man, I'm going to enlist. I was like, holy shit, are you serious? I was like, it's pretty fucking heavy. You're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I was like, all right, whatever. And shit. It was fucking great, man. I'm sorry. So tell the people what you do out there. Like, what are you you out there? Like, where are you right now? Like, what's your job and shit? So I did 15 years active and family life with the deployment schedule kind of, kind of, you know, my wife and I, we, we would have been married seven years. I'd been home for two of it. She's like, hey, look, God. yeah, this is this is it. Oh, well, I mean, we'll get to the point where the last time you saw me, because that that goes into the hole with my son being born. But uh, yeah. And so I decided yeah. at that point in time, you know, it was 2015. I was a little jaded on, on the military life at this point in time. I've been the professional asshole. So my mouth always got me in trouble. I mean, I wasn't no, wrong. You? Technically and technically, technically and technically, I was I was you know, always there. All my evaluations always said, you know, outstanding leader, all that stuff. 
But every time I'd get it on that promotion list, I would say something to someone they didn't like, <laughs> and my name would come off. So one day I walked into my first Lawrence office. I go, hey, look, if I'm not promoted by this date. I'm out. They wow, came and went, shit. so I left, crossed over to the North Carolina National Guard, and finished out my time there. Like, I just retired this month, 23 years God of service. damn. Fucking, dude, you're, dude, that's fucking amazing, man. Holy shit. Yeah, man, like, people don't even stay at, like, safe desk jobs for fucking over 20 years before they're complaining. This motherfucker's got, like, potential bullets whizzing by his head and shit, and he's just like, yeah, whatever, I'll do another five years. That's, like, a level of bravery. That's not, like, taking a walk down a dark alley in a neighborhood you don't like. Oh, take a shortcut. Like, this is like, hey, I'm going to deploy today. Give me a gun and I'm going to get shot at and I'll see you guys at lunch. Like, that's like, like, like I can never wrap my fucking head. <laughs> and, well, so everyone, everyone sits there and talks about that shit. Like, everyone's all like, yeah, you know, I want to go to war. Da, da. And, you know, yeah, when I was 19, man, I was like that too. And then you get there, and it, it it wakes you up. You're like, shit, I wasn't ready for this. Yeah. Dude, I can imagine, man. You're like, yeah, today's the day. Yeah, at the same time, though, you're over there. You're with all your boys. I mean, and you're with your guys. Like, you guys have done everything together. I mean, like, when you sit, when, when you talk about family, and then there's that that, that crew, that family. I mean... You guys are out in all the weather together, in the training together. You're witnessing all their life events together, you know, marriages, yeah. divorces, kids being born, you know, all that stuff. You're there with them through everything, and now you're overseas in a war zone with them. I mean, they're your family. You you wouldn't – there isn't anything you wouldn't do for those guys. Actually, yeah, dude, I just thought about that. Like, you're like – like, you've watched each other's, like, like, kids take their first steps on, like, a fucking phone. You know what I'm saying? Like that's fucking that's bonkers to me. So that last that last night realms event where I saw you in 2007. All right, my wife had been pregnant. All right, this was our first kid. Like she, we had some pregnancies before. She miscarried everything. You know, it was it was tough on us. Like we 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 almost went our separate ways a couple times. Um, but she got pregnant, and that whole year, of, like that whole nine months of her pregnancy, I was gone for training. I'd come back for a week. I'd be gone again. You know, I'd come back for a couple of days. I'd be gone again. And the last three months of it, I was in California the entire time while she's in Hawaii. And I flew from California to New Jersey to see my family real quick. And I was like, well, shit, there's a Night Realms event. Let me hop in and see the boys real quick. You know, see all you guys. Came, saw you guys, you know, everything. Flew back to Hawaii the next day. My wife went into labor that day. Oh my God. Talk oh, about man, fucking no. good luck, man. Three weeks later, I deployed for a year and a half. Oh God. Man, that must have been fucking rough. I can't even imagine what that's like. Like, you know, that's your dad in that little box on the fucking TV, right? Like the phone thing, like that's him and shit. The funny story to it is, is like before we left, like, I mean, my son was awesome now. I mean, I have a, I also have a daughter. Uh, that's a different story. She's, you know, she's my, for all intents and purposes, she's my daughter. She's the older daughter in the family, even though my son was our, my wife and I was first born. Dude, we went and made to build a bear and got, made him a little monkey. And I put my voice in it, you know, said, you know, oh my it was God. Like, you know, 
And my wife said, like, he played it every night in the crib. So he got my voice for that whole year. And I got to come home for his birthday just for about a week. And then I'd go back out to, you know, the deployment. But when I first time I, you know, saw him and I said, you know, hey, buddy, you know, they, like his eyes got all big, like, holy crap, it's my monkey. Fuck yeah, that is the coolest shit. How many pounds did you lose from tears when you got home and got to hold your fucking kid, dude? Because that had to be like the best fucking experience. Because essentially that's that's like the rebirth, right? Like you got to see him. He was out, a little mush of fucking skin, and then you're out. By the time you got back, he's actually moving. He's got a personality, man. So what was it like when you got home? And you were like, holy shit. Like, did you get nervous driving up? Like, fucking tell us about this shit. It's like fireside chats in this motherfucker. I flew in from, from Kuwait. I uh, flew into California. She had gone home to see family, uh, to stay with family throughout the deployment because she needed, you know, we, we it was the, the support group. Um, so I flew in. She picked me up in, you know, the the airport with him and everything. And, I mean, it was awesome. It was awesome to see him, you know, again. I, like I said, I hadn't seen him since he was three weeks old, you know, and see how much he had grown and, like, yeah, it sucked because I missed, you know, a lot. And that's stuff that I, yeah, the service I do regret. You know, I've missed so much with my family. At the same time, you know, it's the job. Got to do it. Yeah, of course. But, yeah, he's 16 now, man, and he's taller than me. Oh, my God. Dude, he's wearing a size 13 shoe. He and I went and bought Vans the other day. Wait a minute. Can you tell the fucking story about the OnlyFans? Can you, can you live tell the story about the OnlyFans thing, please? Oh, yeah. we got. I'm going to hear about this because I've been meaning to ask you all week, <laughs> Rob, but I thought I'd save it for the podcast. Yo, he fucking... Dude, I was in my car fucking... Dude, I was crying. He, does, he doesn't want me to tell it because he doesn't want his, his girlfriend to find out and everything. But I'm going to say this. is like It was before her, so, I mean, she can get mad. Yeah, it's whatever, yeah. man. You know, it, it's a guy thing. Guys are going to look at porn. Chicks look at porn. I mean, why pay for it? Yeah. Oh, my God. So my wife and I were actually going through his bank account one day because my wife has the ability to see his bank statements and all that. Um, oh, my God. What a fucking way to find out. Well, no, she was trying to get his card unblocked because he was trying to buy something. He was actually out with his girlfriend trying to buy something. And his card wasn't going through. So, you know, my wife had to get on with the bank and everything. And, you know, apparently he had put some subscriptions on his card. And Wait, some as in plural? Like several subscriptions? No, 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 no. So not all of them were, not not only one of them was that one. Oh, the okay. other ones was like Spotify, oh, you know, uh, gaming stuff, stuff like that. So, <laughs> but because he hadn't, been have you know hadn't been working at the gym regularly he didn't have a paycheck going in so these things are trying to pull out and the bank just eventually blocked his card because he didn't have the money in there she's asking the bank well what charge and the bank's listing them oh shit and she goes wait what and she goes okay yeah um okay yeah that yeah okay and so she she she, you know she went with it she rolled with it (laughs) i went with it she told me afterwards, and I like I looked at her, and I was like, "Okay, I mean, sixteen. I, I 
I, I could see it. All right, yeah. You know, it was like the days of us getting the dirty mags, you know. Of course. And we steal from, like, under our dad's bed or, you know, truck stops or whatever we could do to get, you know. And I'm watching the – what was that? The, the channel that was always squiggly line for us. Oh, you had to sit there and squint like fuck, hope like hell you could see the shape of a tit or something. Yeah, dude. At one point, it would get really clear. And you'd be like, yeah. No, look at it right there. Yes. That's right. It goes, it goes, boom, and it's clear for like two seconds as it scrolls down. You're like, I got to get it all. Then I'm sitting there like, I was like, all right, I got to have this talk with him. And it was a couple days later when I finally, I finally got the chance to have that talk with him. He's in the kitchen cooking himself something. He's got his girlfriend on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I go, I go, hey, man, is Chloe on the phone? And he goes, yeah. I go, all right. Hey, look, we got to have a talk about something. And, you don't want her to hear it. <laughs> he's like, okay. And so he tells her, he tells her, hey, I got to go. And he puts her on mute. And I look at him and I was like, hey, man, you know your mom sees your bank statements, right? And he was like, yeah. I go, you got something on there. She probably didn't want to see. He was like, what? And I go, OnlyFans? He goes, it was only one time. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, why does every teenage kid use that excuse for everything? It was only one time. <laughs> everything. It was only one time. So I told him, I was like, look, man. I was like, I ain't mad. I ain't mad. You're six. You're going to look at it. Yeah. I was like, well, why pay for someone's stupid <laughs> content? Dude, it's like, no, son, I'm not mad at that. I'm mad because Pornhub, X Hamster, they're all free and they're better. <laughs> Shit, you could go to Reddit. There's subreddits all over the place on Reddit for fuck's sakes. Yeah, you put that bitch on anonymous browsing, and then you ain't no one gonna find out what you're looking at. Oh wait, are we meant to? Are you meant to switch it to incognito? I don't. Uh, whatever, man. Look at my shit. But like, it's so, dude. You can go to Tumblr, fucking Tumblr, dude. Oh, you used to. You used to be able to do Tumblr, but Tumblr really cracked down on that. So Reddit's the go-to place now. Yeah, but. All right, so I saw there was a, a cosplayer, and she's phenomenal. They all have OnlyFans pages now. Now, I don't know if um, if they're into content. Like, I don't know if they're like the comic book stuff, but it seems like every, like, look, they're gorgeous. But nowadays, if you can't make it as a model, you can just take nerds money. Like, that's really what it f- fucking boils down to. It's not even nerds money, man. It's like, simps money. Oh, yeah, I know. It's the fucking the, good morning, beautiful. You're such a goddess. Dude, shut. She don't fucking care about you. Fucking some dude paid 10 grand on a girl's OnlyFans to take her out on a date. And then she posted the next day in like Hawaii with her boyfriend and the slogging that this guy took underneath. Like you just paid for their fucking vacation. Um, So I went, I was like, I wonder if, and I put in blah, 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 OnlyFans, like hidden content or whatever. Everything comes up. You don't have to even pay for that shit. Yeah, no, you can even put in the username, uh, username OnlyFans leak, and you'll find wet leak websites Everything everywhere. comes up. And I'm just like, how? But it's like Rob just said, it's simp shit, dude. She's going to notice me if I give, like, no, dude. The person working her fucking socials is going to notice you. You're never going to hear from that fucking person ever. And if you do, it's a form thing that they sent out that her, like, assistant sent out. 
Yeah, and like what I akin it to is something I grew up with in the military, man. Like, look, all right, your first like it's like college, man. You're you're off your family strings. You're out there with the boy. I mean, and so what? What do you think guys are doing in the military? All right, we're going out to you know the bars and the strip clubs and all that stuff. And I learned quick, learned real quick. Strip clubs are just like paying for porn. It's the yes. same, dude. You're, you're going there. You're going there. You're throwing money at these people, hoping to get some attention, mm. and then you're going home alone. Why? I could go to the bar. I can, you know, pay for some drinks, talk to the same girls, and I got better chances. I went to go visit a friend of mine who was a dancer. Her name was Eleonora. I knew her from Montclair State College. I went to go to visit her. She's like, come down. I'm like, dude, I don't want to be one of them fucking dudes. She's like, yeah, but everyone here, like, it's fine. It's going to be dead. Just fucking come up. She's like, I want someone to hang out with. So me and my friend go down there and she's there and it's not packed. It's like a fucking Thursday. And a guy comes in and she's like, well, why didn't you text me and blah, blah, blah. And they have like a little back and forth. And she's like, I'll be back. Takes him in the back of like in the special champagne room for like an hour. We're out there just bullshit with like the bartender and stuff. And she comes back out and she leaves. I'm like, Ellie, you gave him your phone number. She's, he's like, she's like rule number one strippers always have two phones one is their personal one and the other one is for fucking people like that and it's weird because it's kind of like the sociopath question nate i would have never thought about that to have a whole separate she's like so when that one goes off i know it's business when this one goes off i know it's my fucking friends and in between the two shall not meet so i texted him before i went i was like oh my god it's gonna be so dead today do you want to come in and hang out and he was like, yeah. And as soon as he walked in, she fucking sat on his lap. I'm so happy you're here. All of a sudden, the money came out. She's like, guys, I'll see you later. Dude, they're just, dude, they're hustlers, man. They make money. That's what they do. They're not calling you up to have a fucking conversation. Like, I only knew Ellie prior to her going over there. So it was like, yeah, it's fine. And then one of my girlfriends started up afterwards, and all those same trends were the same. But cats sleep on them all the time. One of the, the women took a lot of her money and went into real estate. She danced for like fucking 10 years. She didn't even have to, man. She had like three fucking houses. She would flip a whole bunch of them. If you're business savvy and don't spend it on, because those stories are true too, drugs and fucking heroin and stuff like that and blah, blah, blah. If you're business savvy and you don't get caught up in the lifestyle, you're going to cook. You just have to pay taxes because my ex, after we got fucking, after we split up, got fucking slammed. They came after her because she only claimed a certain amount. And then they order, and they're like, how are you affording this and that and this and that? And how would you get this money? Where did this shit come from? And she, they're like, no, no, we want this money, like, two, in, in two weeks. It was like, you have to, like, you you can't fuck around with that shit, man. It's a federal mob, man. That's it, man. That's it. Yeah, but when she told me about that two-phone thing, I'm like, so that means every night, every night, this guy's like, yeah, of course I'm friends with her, man. What are you, crazy? I'll text her right now. And he does it. She's like, oh, my God, what are you doing? I'm sorry I'm at work. And he's like, see, I fucking told you. And he's probably bought his friends there before. And he's like, yeah, man, there she is. And blah, blah. And they're all like, oh, my God. Meanwhile, dude, it's the phone that's like in her fucking visor. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's simp shit. But it's like you said, our our generation going to strip clubs and knowing a stripper, right? Or 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 meeting them at the strip club and all of a sudden becoming friends with them. That's just the new school only fans, man. And then even if you're not paying her, she's like, no, no, I don't want any money. You're still paying her friends. Mm -hmm. The money is still coming back in the fucking place, man. They're smart. Because then, then if they're looking at you, other guys are looking at that too. 
So she might not be making money off you, but a guy is like, hey, man, how do I get a relationship like that? Oh, no, those are my friends. Why? You want to be my friend? How do I get her attention? That's right. And they think fast, man. Some girls go in and out. That's it, man. I went for fucking three months, four months, made fucking bank, walked out, didn't get caught up. But if you get caught up, you have to be a hustler. Like, that is your job. And nowadays, OnlyFans can reach fucking worldwide, man. And those motherfuckers are $29 a month. subscribe to my OnlyFans, though. Oh, dude. No, 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 no. Me and Nate are going to start only hands. You pay us to beat people up that you don't like, and then you send the money to us. Or or we could we could double the the um the revenue here. We could either beat you up or we can beat you off. Yeah, that's true. Ah, I don't think hey, Rob's on board with that one. Well, no, 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 no. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm not gay, but $20 is $20. <laughs> that's it, man. Rob, I love you, man. Dude, I'm sorry. This is the best. Fu- Look, when Jeff came on, that was a fucking good surprise. You got to understand something. I rocked with Rob for 21 fucking years. I know, man. We've been talking for the last week and a half. He's told me all about it. He's one of them people that no matter how long you went gone for, came back, picked up right where you left off. Like the true friendship thing. Like there's cats that I don't talk to for like a month, two months. And they're like, what the fuck happened? What do you mean you happened, man? What happened? But that's when you know the connection is a friendship connection and when someone is just conveniently having you around. So I, I'm fucking excited, man. This is cool as shit. All right, I'm sorry, Nate. All right, so, I, yeah, cultural difference with the strip clubs, right? So you guys have dollar notes. So, like, you guys can make it rain. Oh, you got the plastic shit. <laughs> we do have the plastic shit, but we don't have dollar notes. We have dollar coins. So you can't just be throwing dollar coins at this bitch because she's going to end up bruised, right? So Yes, you can. So you go into the strip club, you go to the bar, and you buy tipping notes, right? So they're a dollar a piece, like it would be, you know, but the, it's, it's the strip club's monopoly money, so to speak. And that's what you can end up giving the girls to... To, yeah, but I mean, could you imagine sitting there like just tossing gold coins at this bitch because you know, hey, fucking dude, this that is awesome. dude, th- they should do that and put a little basket like somewhere and and make it like a game. Try catch her, yeah, blink, just blink, blink. Yep, that'd be awesome. Yeah, but wait, no, no, no. Rob brought up a better fucking thing, dude. Your your dollars, you told me, or like your like like the pineapple or what it is. Those are pieces of plastic, right? They are. You throw them shits around like shurikens and shit. Nah, no, 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 no. No, you gotta you gotta like lick that shit and slap it to something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because around here, like look, around here, the the look, and I know because I got a fucking tattoo on one, right? Is like the garter belt with that chunk, that fucking bro. It's like it's like it's like this. It's a knot, a fucking knot. And like they cash them in. That's not even singles, man. They're like, all right, I need tens and twenties, and that fucking knot, bro. It's it's no shit. It's around that thing, and at the end, they're just fucking. Bam, 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 bam. I'm like, yo, when my ex danced, she went for a. Th- she worked Thursday, Friday, that's it. Didn't work Saturday. Thursday, she made about thirteen hundred dollars. Friday, she made seventeen, eighteen hundred dollars. Guy, can you fucking imagine? Leaving your job after one day, being like, all right, I almost cleared about two thousand. That's good for this week. And you ain't got shit to do for the rest of the week besides maintain, because that's what they're coming for. Yeah, like when I uh, when I got to Hawaii, I left out and I uh, like this is before I met my wife and everything. Like I didn't meet my wife till like my my second year in Hawaii. But uh, when I got there, I ended up getting a job at one of the local bars as a, as you know a bar back slash bartender slash security. And you know 
I mean, as a soldier having a second job, it's really not, you're allowed to have them, but it can't interfere with work, you know? And when I yeah. say like, you know, I would be burning the midnight oil, I'd be getting off from military stuff at like, you know, five, six in the evening, going to the bar, work until two, three, four in the morning, then going right back to the army and, <laughs> and going straight in basically into PT. Like I'd sleep, shit. I'd sleep on my lunch breaks and stuff like that. But I mean, bartending, God, you know, on a bad night, I'd, I'd walk out of there with at least a hundred, 200 bucks on a bad night on a Friday or a Saturday, especially after a payday. I would make, I would make my army salary that night, man. You know, like my, my, my month, my week, my, my two week army paycheck at that point in time was under a thousand dollars. You know, I was a single soldier, so I lived in the barracks. I got, you know, all that, all that money taken out for the chow hall and whatever. But yeah, I would pull in my 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 two week salary, you know, on a Friday Saturday night off of other soldiers getting fucking drunk. Yep, that's yep. it, yep. man. That's it. Like, girl, what else are you gonna do? Like pull in like three times as much as me. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Especially especially in an area where there's a military base. Oh, where you assume yeah. they fucking have to. Military and college. Oh, yeah. When we went down to Valdosta, Georgia, I forgot what the Air Force Base and Hunter's uncle is like. Now, I don't know what he is, but I know he lit on a cul-de-sac. As soon as you walk, as soon as you drove in, there's a spot on the left and it looked like a rich neighborhood. One cul-de-sac. So assuming like the general, the colonel, like they all live out there, right? When we made a right outside the place, we saw a big building that looked like a parking deck. And I was like, what the fuck is that? He's like, oh, that's the barracks. I'm like, what does it look like on the inside? He's like, uh, dorms, prison cells. I was like, you get to live over here, like living lavish. And they're all the way out there. But like, I knew he was some shit because when we walked into the Tesco, uh, the, like the on base, which is kind of like a Home Depot, Best Buy and a corner store and a bodega kind of all rolled into one. It's dope. Like you don't have to go anywhere. His face was on like the thing walking in. I was like, Johnny, you're some shit, huh? He was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was he was in he was in that that base command. Yep. When you were at night, all of a sudden you hear, and I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" And he goes, "Oh, I'll show you what that is." And we went online, and there's a a because Hunter stood in front of it. It's a plane with a gun on the nose, and all it does is go like once. And this fucking he showed us videos of this thing shredding through like mountainsides. I'm like. That is, dude, what the uh, fuck? I will what tell you what, that is our savior overseas. We would be out there. So when we'd be in the middle of shit, all right, so we got Air Force guys that are embedded with us. They're either JTACs, TACTs. They control those fast movers. And we would be out there in the mountains of Afghanistan, and we'd be on one mountain ridge line. Bad guys are on the other, and we're just shooting rounds back and forth. We would maneuver on them. They'd move to the next mountain ridge. and. I mean, it was just a game like that. And then, you know, we'd be calling, you know, our, we would love it when our TAC P's would be like, hey, we got an A-10 30 seconds out. And we're like, hell yes. And the, the only thing better than the A-10 ever is the AC-130, the Spectre gunship. Because that thing will just circle and pummel the bad oh, guys. And then you God. walk onto it. And it's like it's it's just it's the smell of ozone. It's scorched earth everywhere. Oh my god! That's it. And like having that stuff would just like you just watch that A ten just come flying in, and all you'd hear is. 
It's fucking, oh, wait a minute, wait, wait. So he pulled up a YouTube video of, it was the, um, it was like the operator telling the ship where to go. And you see the outlines of people running in, in white. So it was like, um, yeah, the, the, the white hot. Right. So the lady's talking like she's ordering pizza. She's like, 12 and uh, 14. And you hear, and like nine of those things would just disappear. And Hunter's uncle goes, those guys were inside a cave. I'm like, wait a minute. What do you mean inside a cave? He's like, oh, yeah, no. He's like, you can't hide from that thing. He's like, a bunch of those guys are probably behind trees and rocks, too. It just tore right through it. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, dude, That's fucking hell on earth. Oh, it, it, it's amazing. And then they're like, they talked about how they're going to phase them out and everything. And I was like, oh, man, you can't take that away. That That is like, that was one of our awesomest things. They like, oh, if that came on station, we loved it. Because like, it, it didn't even have to shoot. It could literally do a low flyby and the bad guys would just disappear for the day. Oh my God, dude. All them little That's white insane. bodies just blip, blip, they're out. Just gone, dude. And like rows of six and seven. But when he told me that, like, he's like, oh no, that's probably a mountain pass. They're probably inside that. I'm like, so it flew up and shot bullets into a mountain and killed people. He goes, oh yeah, we do it all the time. <laughs> like, as if we were talking about going to fucking the corner store to get food. Dude, it was fucking wild, man. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, like, and that's like one thing, like, it took me a long time to even be able to talk about some of the stuff over there. Like, when I say I was, I was in a bad place. There was a while, like, I, like I was telling you, like, I was, I would go out, I would leave work and I'd go get pissed drunk till, you know, it was time to come home in the morning because I got PT in a couple hours and I'd pass out in the shower. I would literally lay down in the shower and go to sleep. Holy shit. And like it, it, it took like, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I mean, my wife and I'm, I don't know why she didn't leave me. Like she, you know, I, I was doing all things wrong at that point in time. And I mean, those were all the demons that I was dealing with at the time. And, you know, it's, it took a long time. And like, that's why veterans, like, we got to talk about it. Some of us, some of us, like, if, it, if that's our outlet, we got to talk about it. Like, and, and a lot of yeah. people don't understand that. And it took me a long time to get to that point that I'm even able to talk about it. And now, you know, like my son asked me, he's, you know, he asked me that faded question, you know. Have you killed anybody? I mean, I was deployed eight different times totaling, no, God, and now, 10 now with that last one, totaling. Yeah, total so do the math. Almost, yeah. You know, like almost 12 yeah. years. You know, yeah. there was an eight-month deployment where we were uh, we were running missions every single day. Like, we, we did not have a down yeah. day. We would we would we would be in one to two firefights a day. There were ones like I we were just like fuck. How did we even come home? Yeah, that ha- dude. I'm sorry. After after because if you say that you get used to it, right? Can you imagine like loading up at the end of the day? Be like, dude, we got to go back and do this tomorrow. Let's take a shower, play a video game, and get up and do it all over again. Like <laughs> that's what we would do. And get shot at. Like that's not even like like I'm trying to. And sometimes we can't even shoot back. No shit. No, because you have to have you've got rules of engagement. And if you don't oh have, have so you just sit and wait fire back. You have to call higher to get approval and like this the uh, higher would you know look at it and be like, all right, well so like we had we had rules of engagement, like it and it really all depended on your mission set. Like the time we were getting into the one to two a day, 
I mean, we could fire back as long as it was all direct fire. Like if, if we're shooting rifles, anything less than a certain caliber, we can fire back. You know, we as long as we can positively ID where we're getting shot from, we can return fire. You know, same thing with, you know, but if we wanted to start like dropping rounds on it, we'd have to call higher to get approval. Now, a lot of it, you know, the ground, a lot of it would be like the ground force commander can approve it. So like our company commander at back at the, the, the operation center, he could say, yeah, you know, go ahead, you know, things like that. But some of them, like if we wanted to use, you know, fast movers or aerial weapons teams, which are Apaches, things like that, we would have to get approval all the way from like battalion and brigade and getting these guys to approve it. They'd sit there and they'd look like they'd pull up this little map on a computer somewhere where they're at. And they'd go, well, the bad guys are right there, but there's this little shack right next to them. And we don't know if there's family in there. So due to collateral damage, uh, you guys can't use that. Wait a minute. So, like, you're trying to call in to get help while, assumingly, there's, like, bullets whizzing by you. And you're like, hey, oh, we yeah. got some. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, and the, and the call is all made by that one guy sitting in the office looking at, at that field map. He's looking at Google imagery, basically. Like, if you were to pull up a Google Earth image or something, like, we're saying, hey, this is the, the the compound we're getting hit from. We want, you know, we got, you know, a bunch of guys in there with guns shooting at us. And we want to drop, you know, we'll say it's a, a predator with a hellfire. We wanted to drop that on it. And he's looking at that going, well, I don't know if there's, you know, civilians in there. So uh, due to collateral damage, we're not going to allow you guys to drop a hellfire on it. You guys are going to have to move in and, and do it. You know, and that, that and that's just the constraints that everyone brings on. And see, like, that's why I would always, I hated it when, like, you know, we had all the the, the police brutality stuff going on, re, you know, in the past. And these veterans would yeah. get on there and go, well, you know, we had rules of engagement, you know, and the police should have them too. No, we had rules of engagement. Because we're in a war zone, and that's completely different from policing in the United States. You know, the police have their own version of it. You can't akin it to the military stuff because the military stuff, you know. And, like, I would always I, – I laughed about a lot of that, and I come back to it, and I was like, man, I had stricter rules of engagement overseas – then I do, you know, when I security contracted for other companies and stuff like that, or, you know, even the, with the police force. But at the same time, you know, the reason why we have it is because we've got 19, 18, 17, 18, 19 year olds out there. Like these guys haven't lived. They don't know. They, 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 they can't make a judgment. You know, they can't sit here and look at a target and go, well, shit. All right. Maybe I can't use that. And, but I can, you know, use this. And the, they, they just think scorched earth. And, you know, so we would sit there and, you know, just all that, you know, because at 22 years old, I was on my first deployment overseas leading people. At 22, I had to sit there and decide whether or not, you know, to put them in danger. With, with, with undoubtedly people who are older than you. Like that's the part that's crazy, and 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 you know, thankfully, I had you know guys that were older than me that had been you know in Somalia, they had been in Desert Storm, you know, and so they they had that their temperaments, you know, and you know they'd be like, hey, look, pump the brakes, or 
no, yeah, you're right. That's a good call. Let's do it. You know, things like that, you know, and it was just amazing. But yeah, like when I, when I would have kid it's like, yeah, because at 19, 20 something years old, I'm living in the barracks. They're trusting me with weapons and vehicles and everything. But as a soldier, as a single soldier, I can't have a hot plate in my room because I might burn down the building. Oh, my God. First of all, you guys should have whatever the fuck you want. But see, like, that was the stupidity. Like, every Friday, we used to have safety briefs before we would let the guys loose on the weekends. Because it's like, someone's going to get in trouble. And we're like, when I say a safety brief, it's shit like, hey, it's, hey, don't go out and get drunk and drive. Don't drink and operate heavy machinery. Don't beat your spouse. Don't beat your kids. Whoa. Yes. Oh, God. Look, if we have to say it, it's happened. All right. And when I say it, like, there was one time the commander came out and he's like, look, and don't have your neighbor beat your wife or kid. What the fuck? Well, because, all right, you know, domestic violence and all that. And so a guy thought he could get around it by having his neighbor do it for him. Oh, my God. I mean, these are the, like, I'm telling you, and, and these are the stupid things you gotta you gotta you gotta go out there and say. Now, not ninety percent of the your soldiers are sitting there going, "Oh God, all right, yeah." Here we I go. Listen yeah. to this stuff again. Some guns, you know. Prime example: long weekend. It'd be stupid. I'd get that phone call. So and so got picked up on DWI. You know, and so we got to do it. But so you got to have these rules of engagement for these people too, because you know you just have them out there in these charged up situations that you just can't have them shooting everywhere. And that's what it was. But dude, I, that, that's fucking, that's just so like, so does every 18, nine year old kid come in and, and, and have like the Rambo complex where like, they're going to be the next great American hero or, or they do. And then when they get to the field, they just shit their pants. <sighs> I want, I want to put a, I'll use myself, for example. Like, I, I came in when I joined that. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be, you know, well, not like Rambo, but I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be freaking outstanding, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. You know, I'm going to be, you know, uh, you know, this high-speed special forces, blah, 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 you know, all this stuff. And uh, I lucked out that one of my first drill sergeants had actually been in Mogadishu. You know, he he was wounded there, and you know, after we graduated basic training, we were still waiting to move on to like our next bits of training. He actually sat down and talked with all of us. No shit. We asked him questions. He showed us the scars. You know, a lot of that that tempered a lot of for a lot of people. Like this is, you know, this is the God, this is the 2000 before, you know, 2001. And, you know, he it tempered a lot of us to the point of, all right, yeah, you know, this this is actually real. Like. I could die. And you start to internalize all that and you kind of learn to put it on a back burner. It could happen, but I mean, fuck, it could happen when you're walking across the road. Yeah, I was saying it happened. Yeah, I mean, like, there's more of a chance. Yeah. You know, it can happen anywhere. And you just, you're now you're sitting there, you, you it's changed from, you know, I want to be this, this, you know, big stupor thing is to, man, don't let me go out like a punk. Yeah, yeah. God damn. Son of a bitch. I don't, I don't want to cut this short because, I mean, this is awesome shit, but I know Rob is on limited time right now. I was talking to Judge earlier, Rob, about, or earlier on in the week, about how my young fella just completely kicked me in the guts and told me that he knows Santa's not real anymore. Judges have the same thing with Hunter, and it's funny. Our, our two kids seem to sync up 
like two women on, on their menstrual cycle, you know, it's insane. But um, can you tell us a little bit, like when your kid was young, your son or, or even your daughter, when they were younger and they had that Santa isn't real moment, how did that work out for you, man? Well, no, for my daughter, it's a, it's a lot different. She she kind of grew up really young knowing it, um, to, to, to preference that. She's not my biological daughter, all right? Uh, she is a family member of ours. She's actually Crystal's niece. And the, the, the biological parents just were not there. You know, we lucked out that we got her for a summer and um, she was out visiting with us and the state came in and took all, you know, the mom's kids away. And so they called us and were like, hey, you know, do you have... Zaria, and we were like, yes. They're like, all right, well, you know, we're we're putting the kids with the families. We're gonna leave her with you. And we, I mean, that was a that, that's what we wanted. Yeah, yeah, of course. I was gonna say it's not like you complained about it. Yeah, no, we wanted her like that. We we were trying everything to 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 take her because my my wife had you know been raising Zaria for years before we had even been together. And so when we finally got her out to us, you know, then we had to start going through the the state of California for custody and, you know, guardianship and all that. And, oh, God, it was a pain and it cost a lot of money. And then all California came back and goes, well, she's been living with you now for X months. So she's a ward of that state now. So uh, goodbye. Thanks. Have a good one. Yeah, I'll figure it out. shit. So luckily at that point in time, you know, I had friends that were working you know, in the, the the child protective side, and they they helped us out to where we eventually got custody of her and fully, and I was able to get her enrolled in schools. And until that time, we were homeschooling all that stuff. Um, so she knew from an early age that you know Santa wasn't real. Um, Junior, on the other hand, Robert, uh, he 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 found out eventually. Um, I don't exactly remember what age it was. Um, but we used to do that whole elf on a shelf thing. And, you know, eventually it just, we kind of realized, well, he no longer, we no longer have to do it because he knows. Uh, my daughter will actually be coming back on the 18th, uh, from Michigan and she's bringing our granddaughter with her. Oh, awesome. wow. Yes. I, yes, judge. I have a grandkid now. I am a grandpa. Paw-paw. Um, yeah. Ava, <laughs> oh no, no, I'm Peepaw. Peepaw. That's that even fucking cool. better, dude. That's yeah. even better. Oh, you want you want to see you want to see me melt, man? You give me my granddaughter. Fuck oh, yeah. of course. That's so cool, man. Like, that's awesome. You no. Know, um, and this is gonna be her first Christmas with us, and we're you know we we've just been just ecstatic because now we get to start doing the Elf on a Shelf with her and with her. You know, yeah. Our, you know, our we got our daughter, you know, her own elf on a shelf to do with her. So yeah, it's it's yeah, but it, you know, it was kind of like a kick in the a little bit of a kick in the gut. With like, all right, well, you don't really know anymore, and I'm just kind of like, well, huh, like you know, it's life, you know. Yeah, this is gonna happen eventually. Yeah, like for me, it was just like uh, the that chapter of fatherhood that just disappeared on me. You know, um, I was talking to my son and. It was just in conversation with him and my wife and myself, and I wasn't really listening, but, you know, just sort of listening in the background. And um, 
he made a passing comment of, yeah, it's okay, mum, because I know Santa's not real. At least I'm part of the magic now. And I went, wait, what? And Christine, my wife, she goes, oh, yeah, we had we had a chat in the car just earlier on in the week. And she said it was like the Tooth Fairy chat. You know, when I, when I told him that the Tooth Fairy wasn't real, it was like, look, man, there are these things in life that you ask the question. Once you get the answer, you can't. You can't go back to how it was before. So do you really want to know the, the answer to this? And so he's like, yeah, I know, Dad. Like, Santa's not real, but it's okay because then I get to go to school and I get to be part of magic. I don't tell the kids about it, but I can still play along and I can pretend to be Santa too and, and all this sort of thing. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then he goes, so who's going to move the elf tonight? And I went, what the fuck do you mean? He still wants to do it. Yeah, that's fucking amazing. And he's like, I I said, what do you mean who's going to move the elf? Twinklestar does his thing. He's like, Dad, I already know the elf's not real either. You and Mum move him every night. I'm like, son of a bitch. It just felt like the rug had been completely ripped from underneath me, you know? But, um... I mean, he's he's taken it really well. Like he, like I say, he's excited to now be a part of the magic of Christmas rather than just an observer. Yeah, and that helps because he's a genuinely good kid. So it's not like he's going to go into school and be like, "What up, fuckers? Guess what I found out?" Like he's not going to do that. Just like how you know, growing up with like me, I, I found I didn't find out from my parents. I found out from kids on the bus. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, how did you handle it, Judge? How did how did that all go down with you and Hunter? Um, so he brought up where it came from because he's like, I don't think blah. Right. And I was like, well, you know, there's multiple backgrounds. It's pagan stuff and there's Viking stuff and there's a Krampus and blah, blah, blah. I said, um, and he's like, yeah, but is he real? And I said, do you want him to be? Cause that's really all it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, was he real at one point? Yeah. You know, the whole myth of the guy who brings gifts and shit like that. I was like, he's like, yeah. Cause because even at a young age, he's like, he's not getting all these places at once. But Hunter also likes, you know, space. And he realized from like three, three and a half, that space is fucking infinite. And he's like, well, what about families on other planets and shit? So I think that he knows, but he doesn't want to be told that directly. Like, not yet. It's almost like he doesn't want it to go away. Case in point, I had these light up uh, balls. There's a... um um a glow stick inside. So it's a little ball, right? And you shake it up and you break it and it glows. And he's like, dad, how's that happen? I said, magic, dude. Cause I want like, dude, I wanted to like, look, man, I wanted to believe in magic for fucking ever. And when he found out it wasn't, he took it like really hard and shit. And he knows it's not right. But he does not want to be told that like, he's a, he's a good kid who wants, you know, there to be some joy. Like, like you guys saw the McNugget thing. Like, that's the way my fucking kid works, man. Dude, he's that just was like, awesome. Everyone... Yep. He's like, if everyone hates the word, let's just change it to something that someone likes. In my head, I'm like, that makes it sound worse. But he doesn't know that. Like, he doesn't have a schema for that and shit. Um, and of course, like all my kids, right? Like, all like my Nor kids was like, no, 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 that's the way it's gonna be from now on. They're like, that's how I'm using it. Um, yeah, so I think I think there's a hundred percent chance that he's aware but he does not want to be so yeah he's still right on that verge of like denial really like he he wants the magic to still be there but doesn't want that bubble burst right i think it's willingful denial 
where it's like, you know, intentional ignorance. And I'm like, that's fine, man. Like, we'll rock it out as long as you want. Like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we we still do it in, in our thing. Like, we still give gifts from Santa. And the way we kind of now, now that people know, I mean, we kind of we kind of go with like, all right, you kind of know what you're getting every Christmas because, you know, people have asked you, you know, or people have been like, hey, what do you need? Things like yeah, that. Yeah, there's a list. Yeah. And there's a list, you know. You know, and, and and like my wife for the longest time has always known every gift she gets. And I've been trying so hard for the last several years to not, you know, be that painful. But, you know, you know, I'll get a gift from Santa and it might be from her. It might be from her dad, might be from her brother. You know, we don't know because no one says yeah. who it came from. You know, and so that's how we kind of that's how we kind of evolved it now to. You know, where like, yeah, my son still gets gifts from Santa. Now, you know, he it, it's gonna it's obviously like a big ticket item or something big that he wanted, you know. You know, and that way he knows that hey, you know, yeah, Santa Santa, you know, gifts do still come. Yeah. 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 yeah we had yeah, that as awesome. well with my son was um, you know, because I, I, Christine's wrapped everything, she's put all the presents under the tree. They're just sitting there, and I, I said to her, Oh, have you put them all there? She goes, oh no, the ones from Santa are still put aside. That's and I right. said, well, hang on, if and and Eli was in the room. I'm like, so if we know now that Santa's not real, do we still need presents from Santa? And Eli pipes up. He's like, of course we do, Dad. Like, it's it's part of the magic of Christmas, Dad. We still have to have presents from Santa. I'm like, okay, man. Like, so again, he he knows like a bit like Hunter. It's a, a different side of the coin. Like he knows it's not real, but he still wants to keep those traditions going to keep that, that magic of Christmas going, which I love. Right. Like, look, I'll put it to you this way. When I go to Disney world, I know it's somebody in the fucking costume. I just also don't care. Right. Like, like, like I went to, um, Disney studios and like you go in there and like there he is man standing there with the fucking hat on and shit and like you transform into a child i don't care who's in there it doesn't matter it's kind of like when i brought up about the cosplay thing right like people come up to you they want to take a picture of you as the character they don't fucking care about you and you don't care that they don't care because you're making it happen for like the that for like that person um so yeah man it's the same thing we do the same shit like, we don't go, oh, that person was blah, blah, blah. Like, you don't do that. You're like, I met fucking Mickey Mouse today, dog. Like, that shit was awesome. Like, Goofy's my favorite. Like, we do that shit. So I guess we're all just holding on to it, too, in different ways. So when the kid's like, yeah, you know what? Let's keep doing this. Like, even though he knows, like, that shit is awesome. Yeah, I agree with you, too. It's it's like, like I've grown up, Mickey has been my man, you know? Like, because, again, we we grew up OG Disney. There weren't wasn't the Disney universe as it is now. But, like, going to Disney on ice, like you say, it's some person in a fucking Mickey suit, you know, but I'm still there in the audience fucking tearing it's not up. When going, you're... It's right, my exactly. man, Mickey. Oh, my God, it's fucking Mickey Mouse. So I, I totally get it, man. I know it, know exactly what you mean. So what it comes down to is, like, yeah, we, we as adults, man, we there's so much negativity in this world that there's got to be something, something to balance it out. You know, whether it's Christmas, Easter, you know, you know, whatever holidays it is that that you in your culture, you recognize to, to have with your families like like huge ones for my wife. My wife loves going all out Halloween decorating 
and Christmas decorating. Unfortunately, with our time schedule this year, we haven't even gotten lights up yet. Holy and, shit. Yeah, dude. It's it my wife and I have been slammed these last like with everything going on. And it's a lot. And one day, you know, now that I've got a chance to do this with you, I'll call you one day and we'll just we'll catch up like oh yeah, up, absolutely. You know, we we won't we won't subject everyone to, you know, our fanboys ism of each other, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but uh no, nah, the uh you know, so we just haven't had time and you know, but it's like it's those things you gotta create that magic. Yeah. Otherwise the world's gonna stop. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 that's when you get jaded fucks like the ones we have now. Everything's a troll thing. I don't like this. I like, but like their their Mickey Mouse, their Disney experience is waking up and treating other people like shit. Like, imagine if that was your fucking and like you know psychologically they're not happy. That's the only thing they got though. So because it's the only thing they got, it's the only thing that they could be like, this is amazing. Like, no, it's not, dude. You hate doing it. You know you hate doing it. You just fucking do it because you don't have anything else. And that, I think, is worse, man. Like, that's fucking terrible, dude. Can you imagine? Yeah, no, it it does. Because like I said, you know, there was a time frame where I went through that. Like, I would I would spend hours on social media, you know, sitting on guard or whatever it was while I was doing in the military when I could. And I would just troll. I had I had a whole separate account that, you know, if it got banned, great, because I'd just move on to the next one. You know, and I would just go in there and I would troll. And I just found I was wasting so much energy doing it. So I was like, why? Why? Like now if I'm gonna do it, shit, I'll do it under my name. Because if you got me at the point that if you got me at the point that I'm gonna sit here and troll you, you 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 pissed me off somehow. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and, and like honestly, the latest, like my biggest pet peeve and my ones that I've hated are the single moms on Facebook asking for handouts. Oh, son Here's of a bitch! Yes, send me money. I created a whole private group on Facebook saying my new hobby is requesting money from your stupid Cash App tag. Yep, yep, yep. I love seeing the ones as well. You you see these posts of like, oh, we're we're hard up at the moment and we need furniture, we need this, we need that. But preferably if you're going to give us clothes, it should be Balenciaga, it should oh, be this you. brand or that brand or fuck it. Uh, and we need a we need a couch, but it it must be white and it must be leather and, and as new, but you know, we can't pick up either, so you'll have to deliver. Like if if I'm on there and I see a friend of mine and he needs something, she needs something, family, what? Oh yeah, that's they diff- need help, right? I'm gonna do whatever right. I can. To help. You know that's that's different. Even if it's someone like I haven't seen in years, or maybe I hadn't seen them in a while, if I could if I could help them in some way, I will. But like any, if it's like a random person, and I've done it, you know, I've been in the store and the. The guy, you know, in front of me was like, all right, hey, take this off. You know, I can't pay for that. Things like that. And I, oh, I, yeah, I've absolutely. done it. I've, where I've been like, I, I, you know, I walk over, oh, hey, just put that on mine and then give it to him. You know, things like that. You know, that's fine. But like you were saying, when you're sitting there, like if you're reaching out for help, reach out for help. But you can't be picky on what help you get. Yeah, beggars can't be choosers. No, man. you can't. You can't, you can't sit there and go, oh, well, you know, if you're, you know, we prefer it in gift cards and everything. It's like, nah, man, if you, if you need food, 
I'll go buy you the groceries at the store. Exactly. I'm not giving you cash. Right. Yeah, I'll buy you food. I'll buy you diapers. I'll buy you whatever you need. But I'm not not giving yeah. you a hand out of cash. Yeah. Or you know, or or, or you know, it, it might not be name brand. I might be handing you down some old stuff that I had sitting around. Right. But when people need it, they're going to take whatever it is, man. If you lose everything, it's not your friend's job to kick you back into the lifestyle of the rich and famous. It is to keep you afloat until you can figure out what the fuck is going on. Fuck on that note, because I know Rob is, is like I say, short on time. Nah, so we're I'm, good. We're good. We'll wrap this nah, up now anyway, because I've got shit I've got to do as well. Um, but Judge, have you seen the new website? We've got a new website up, man. No, I haven't. Tell me about it. Okay, so my good friend RL, um, he was. Uh, I told you a couple of weeks ago. A uh, couple of weeks ago, he was the guy that wrote the book about his uh, eighteen-month son who had six heart surgeries yeah. in the first eighteen. Months. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So he's yep. got a web web hosting service, and so I've moved everything over to him. He's built us a new website and everything. Um, nice. I need to get some details from you so we can get your ugly mug up on there and, and a bit of a oh, blurb about you. So we've got that that new the new website happening. Where over the break we're going to be working on a new format. And Rob, if you can, man, next year we will we'll get you in on this and we'll get you to record a wrap up of the previous episode and we'll put that in as a as a separate segment. We know you're busy, but if if at the end you take that a thing that you wrote and read it and send it in. Instead of like the typical beginning, like that will start the show every fucking show. Yeah. That shit is amazing, dude. It made me fucking oh, I laugh laughed so hard. so hard, man. I laugh so hard. Yeah. <laughs> good, good, good. I, that's what that was just there for to get y'all, you know, because you guys are doing hard work with this. And like, I, I've been told, dude, I've been talking to Nate for like the last, God, what we the, like the last two weeks, dude, you and I have been just back and that's forth. Awesome. I've been telling the best you, Christmas dude, gift. I heard you, you know. And I was like, nah, I was like, you guys are, you guys are crushing it with this. And, you know, I was just so, like, I'm so happy I was able to get in here on this one. And just, just to see your face, man. Dude, this made my fucking year. That, like, that like, I know I'm getting married before the year is up. This is such a great kick to that. Like, dude, I'm, fu- yeah. dude, this is fucking, this is great. I never thought that, like, I thought when he was like, oh, I have to wait for someone to come on. I'm like, well, I know it's not gonna be Jeff again. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, who the fuck did he get? And then I see you, and it took me like four seconds. Like, my brain died. Like, it took my brain like four <laughs> seconds to be like, holy shit. Man, fucking great, man. What a great fucking surprise, dude. Yeah, I'm glad we could do this, man. So, uh, yeah. All you beautiful bastards, you have an awesome Christmas holidays. Don't drive drunk. Don't do anything stupid. Don't have your neighbor bash your wife. You need me to do a safety brief at the end of every episode? Because, I mean, we've got some good ones. Don't, don't drink and use power tools. Don't drink and ride a horse. You know, don't drink and mow your lawn. I mean, don't, oh, no, best one. This one, this one's probably 2006. Don't get drunk and try to see if your bulletproof vest. Oh, Jesus. Bullets. Oh, my God. That's living. That is fucking living. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. On that note, we're going to get out of here, people. So, like I said, Merry Christmas. Stay safe. And we'll see you again next year. Big. Hey.
Thanks for listening to the show. You can follow the podcast as well on social media at Not So Secret Dad's Business or on our website, notsosecretdadsbusiness.com. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please rate and review the show. It helps more than you realize. Until next time, guys, be the best dad you can be.